If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines. And let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Frontier Gentlemen, original air dates July 6th, 1958. And the title is The Education of Kid Yancey. Hope you enjoy. And again, thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Cheyenne, Wyoming Territory, I learned a little about trail herders and a lot more about the education of Kid Yancey. Frontier Gentlemen. Here with an Englishman's account of life and death in the West. As a reporter for the London Times, he writes his colorful and unusual stories. But as a man with a gun, he lives and becomes a part of the violent years in the new territories. Now, starring John Daner, this is the story of J.B. Kendall, Frontier Gentlemen. (laughs) 
friend Terry Chase of the Cheyenne Daily Press had mentioned to me that a herd of Texas cattle was expected in town, and with it its dozen or so trail drivers. They had followed the Texas Trail from San Antonio across those great plains into Oklahoma Territory, Kansas, Nebraska, fording rivers like the Brazos, the Trinity, Red River, the Washita, Cimarron, Arkansas, Smoky Hill, the South Platte. Two thousand animals traveling a thousand miles and twelve men to bring them safely in. The day of their arrival, I was being shaved in a barber shop, one of the several which served the local and transient population of Cheyenne. Suddenly, the mugs and bottles on the barber's shelf began to tremble. The air was shattered with the sound of voices bellowing, shrieking, howling. The hand of Mr. Winters, my barber, began to shake. What is it? Texans. What? Texians. Oh, oh. Well, they ain't started shooting up the place yet. Maybe this time they'll let us alone. I guess not. Mister, I'm sorry. I I surely am. But I tell you, when those fellas come to town for a blowout, a shooting and a hollering, it it boogers the wax right out of me. Do they cause much trouble? (laughs) Trouble? You see them holes in the ceiling? A couple of months back, three of them come in here for to get cleaned up. Before they was gone, they drunk up three bottles of liniment, emptied out their shooting irons up there, one of them stripped clean naked, poured a dozen bottles of pompadour oil over himself, then got chased down the street by the other two. I never did get paid for one nickel of it. <laughs> I'd like to have seen that. I'll tell you, half a Cheyenne did. You tell three women fainted dead away. I'm just hoping ain't none of them going to come in here this trip. Well, I, I should imagine that after a thousand-mile cattle drive, they're rather inclined to let go. Mister, you ain't seen nothing till you've seen a Texas cowpuncher letting go. Right now, they'll be up in the saloons, heisting a glass or two, just enough to get the dust out of their throats. Then they'll head for the nearest barber and get the wool cleaned up. After that... The real fun starts. Why, some of them boys has got two, three hundred dollars to spend. And it sure don't take them long to do it. Uh, then what happens? Mm, they, maybe two, and they're busted. And they hit the trail for another six months' work till they ride back again. This way it goes. I tell you, Nick, first I've got to get me a shave. Kid, you cut off them straggle feathers of yarn. Ain't never going to see the light of day again. Let them be. Morning, gents. Oh, morning, Mr. Bossman. Uh, cool your saddles. Won't be but a few minutes. Yeah, well, now we ain't got too much time, mister. We all got to be getting up to the whiskey mill. Now, sit down, kid. You ain't going to no whiskey mill. Oh, now, look out here, Nick. I told you and I was I gonna... told you, boy. Promised your ma I was going to watch out for you and I ain't going back on it. Ain't going to be no whiskey and no women. Yeah, but this here Cheyenne, Nick, why I heard that I they... don't matter none what you heard. Uh, you boys been in town long? Nope. We just rode in. Can you all hear us going by? We sure was bellowing fine and loud, man. You Texas boys? We sure are. Now... Now, now there ain't going to be no trouble in here. Shoot, mister. We don't even make no trouble. 
kid and me, we just figured to prettify ourselves. Why, well, sure. Are you the gentleman who brought in that herd from San Antonio? Us and the other boys, yes, sir. Well, I, I wonder if I can talk to you about that. Talk? Ain't nothing much to talk about, mister. We just rub them up, same as we always do, that's all. I'm a newspaper man. I'd like to buy you a drink. Get some material for a story on trail herding. Hey, now, that's a mighty fine idea, ain't it, Nick? Not for you, it ain't, kid. Oh, man, I swear, one of these days I'm just going to cut out your lights if you don't quit riding line on me. There. There you are, mister. That's fine. Uh, thanks very much. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> Next. Yeah, I want a real artistic scrape and a proper cut. Uh, kid don't need no shave. Just pluck the wool off him. Yes, sir. Um, my name is J.B. Kendall. Howdy. Nick Carmody. That the yearlings, Kid Yancey. Howdy, Kendall. Ain't got a bottle on you, have you, pard? No, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, listen, kid, while you're getting fixed up, uh, I'll waltz on over a store and get me some tobacco. Sure. All right, Nick. You don't go flagging your kite out of here the minute I'm gone, because I got your De Niro. You ain't gonna get far in this man's town without it. I ain't going nowhere, Nick. All right. Come with me, Kendall? Yes, I'd like to. I'll tell you what it's like when we hit a dry stretch. Get so them cows ain't got no spit left. Like to keel over. But if they smell water, they'll go 20, 30 miles at the trot after it. Which is just what I'm going to do. Except I'll take that drink you was offering. Where's the closest? Uh, Bill's place, a few doors down. Hey, man, playing Mother Nellie to the kid can sure give a man the thirst. Are you related? No. His ma didn't want him to go. His pa said he should. His pa's the old man down San Antonio. Old man? Owns the outfit. Ah. Told me to keep an eye out for the boy. No drinking, no women. Said they'd break his mother's heart. You ever try riding herd on a snuffy kid that's got a mind to be a man? <laughs> I can't say that I have. And never again. I give my word I'd do it, but never again. I'd as soon twist a loco bronc. Just one good shot of scamper juice, and I'll be a new man. Mr. Comedy's intentions were good, but one good shot led to another, and that was in turn followed by two more. Ten minutes later, the cowhand had discovered that walking was a lost art. Tearfully, he begged me to return to the barber shop and claim his charge. He handed me a pouched handkerchief for safekeeping. In it, he told me, was the saving some $200 belonging to Kid Yancey. Kendall, I hear the owl a hooting high. Somebody's gone and stole my rudder. <laughs> oh, I ain't in no condition. Oh, I think of the kid's maw, tearing and hollering for a boy who learned bad ways on account of there ain't no Nick Carmody to set him on the right trail. Ah, you go get him, Kendall. I'll be waiting. Waiting right here. Barkeep, another bottle of that nose paint. Oh, no. Look here. I say, come. Well, you won't even listen to me. Uh, you Comedy. tell him Nick said listen or buy a whiskey, I'll hang up his high. Hey, you tell him. Yes, but it's really none of my business. Oh, you want to see a little calf go straying on this range with you? We get eaten alive. All right. But you stay here, Comedy. I'll bring him back in two minutes. You... Well, yeah, you, you should have been a Texan, mister. Uh, 
Beg your pardon. Well, I'll be Mr. Kendall, honey. Of course, you're you're Millie. That's right, up in Helena. Uh, Big Sam's friend. He used to be friend. Oh? Yeah, after what happened between you and him and the judge putting him in the hooskow, he ain't got no friend no more. He, uh, lost all his money, too. He's not here in Cheyenne. I'll say he ain't. Last I heard, he was mule-skinning for an outfit in Utah. Oh, I swear (laughs) you sure ain't changed a bit, Mr. Candle, baby. What are you doing in these parts? Oh, still writing. And you, Millie? Oh, well, uh, I got me a job. I, uh, I kind of work here in Silver. Ah, I see. Yes, that's, uh... Oh, good Lord, I forgot... There's a young fellow in the barber shop. I've got to bring him back. Oh, gee, well, it, uh, it sure swell seeing you again, Mr. Campbell. And you, Millie. I uh, sure never did think I'd see you again, Mr. Campbell. Uh, Millie, I, I hope you won't think I'm being rude, but... Oh, uh, honey, I, have... I never think you was rude. Now, let you and me go round up that kid. Then you come back and buy me a drink, and we'll talk about old times. Oh, them Texas boys. They sure do love to shoot off them things. Just like he's bad. I'm going to get the law down on you. Hundred covers while it's killing the West. Now stop it. When I'm hungry, I bite off the noses of live Comanche. Hey, howdy, Mr. Kendall. Hey. Hey. Howdy, ma'am. Your friend is waiting for you at the saloon. Just. Look at all he's done. Shooting up my place. I I told you, mister, I told you what they was like. I was just doing some target practice is all. I've got your money here, kid. You better pay for the damage. Sure, sure. How much, mister? Well, I figure five dollars ought to cover it. Here. How much obliged for the wool clipping, mister? Yeah. Yeah. Say, uh... Ain't you going to introduce me to your friend there, Miss Kendall? Um, oh, yes. Uh, Millie, this is the kid, uh, Mr. Yancey. Howdy, Mill. What do you say, kid? Well, I heard tell they got some mighty pretty fillers in the north, but I never did reckon on finding anything like you. <laughs> you ain't got a lot of years in you, kid, but you sure learned how to use them talking to a woman. You, um, you, you, you better give me that money to hold for you, kid. I'll give it back to Carmody. Oh, oh there's $200 in there. I ain't to have myself a time with it. <laughs> $200, my. That's a heap of money. Yes, ma'am. Fellow ought to be able to have a heap of fun with it. Uh, why don't you wait out here? Millie and I will bring Carmody out. Heck no, we're all going in. I'll be obliged if y'all take my arm, Miss Millie. Ma'am. Why, kid, honey... I'd be honored. In a moment, we return to Frontier Gentlemen. These are stimulating days in America's history, days when our problems arise from positive and dynamic factors, offering opportunities for still more positive and dynamic growth in their solution. The school shortage problem reflects the rapid increase in population and the ever higher levels of education that every citizen wants for his children. Crowded highways reflect the fact that Americans in general buy more cars, travel widely, and enjoy more leisure. 
Shortages in housing, in industry, in hospitals reflect our rising standard of living. Great changes bring new needs. New needs create endless new opportunities for work, production, and investment. Opportunities that are open to practically every person in America today. To find out how they may apply to you, get a free booklet full of the facts about our expanding economy. Write to Box 1776, Grand Central Station, New York 17, New York, for the booklet called Your Great Future in a Growing America. That's Box 1776, Grand Central Station, New York 17, New York. And now, we return you to the Anthony Ellis production of Frontier Gentlemen. We went into Bill's place, Millie and the kid walking a pace ahead of me. They made quite a picture. Millie, as I described her before, a woman of rather extraordinary proportions. I should guess that she was some five foot ten in height, and suffice to say that her frame was amply covered. Her escort, Kid Yancey, stood five foot eight and a half in his boots, and dripping wet could have weighed no more than 130 pounds. Millie's arm was linked through the boys in what appeared to be a grip of iron. She had seen the $200 and wasn't about to let it slip away from her. The kid and Millie found a table, and I brought a thoroughly befuddled Nick Comedy over to join him. Here's the text. Your mother could see you now, kid. Here's the text. Dynamite, eh? You gotta drink it down fast, kid, honey. Else you're likely to rot your teeth out. The kid's got a mother. Sweet gray haired old lady. Oh, everybody's got a sweet gray haired old mother, honey. Don't you fret none. I'll take care of him, just like he was my own kin. <laughs> Millie, you are a wicked woman. Yeah, you watch your language, huh, mister. Ain't no one gonna talk to this here lady like that. Oh, that's all right, kid, honey. Mr. Kendall and me, we're old friends from up Montana territory. Now, I wouldn't drink any more of that if I were you, kid. Oh, now, shoot, Mr. Kendall ain't had but a sup. I figure his time growed up. Oh, heck, when we was up in Dodge, all the fellas was painting their noses good. All except me. I had to stay in camp. Same thing every place we went. Well, I reckon things is going to be different now. Ain't that so, ma'am? Oh, jeez. You're a big boy now, kid. I broke my swear to his poor old ma. Drinking and carrying on with women. Oh, no, ain't your fault, Nick. <laughs> hey, if you don't want... Now, hunger. You're hungry, ma'am? Well, now you mention it, I don't recollect having had nothing to eat yet this morning. Hey, they got any grub in this place? Why, sure, honey. You tell little Millie what she wants. She'll get it for you. Eggs! How about $20 worth of eggs? How about that, Nick? Yes, sweet old mother crying her eyes out. You, Mr. Kendall? I don't think so, thank you. I'll tell the cook, honey boy. Well, now, ma'am, that's mighty kind of you. Tell the cook how I like my eggs. Why, sure, kid. Don't go away, Mr. Kendall. We'll be right back. Oh, Miss Miller, you should not come over here. Comedy. Nick. Nick, wake up. Hey. Hey. Sweet little gray mother hair. 
Wake up. Where's the kid? As far as I can determine, he's gone off to supervise his eggs. Eggs? Well, what's he doing with eggs? Eating them, I could imagine. I'm a goon. Six years. Six years I've been working for old man Yancey. Now I let his only kid go away sin. Whiskey and women. Oh, I'm going to kindle. Might as well start looking for a new spread. Yancey won't take me back for sure when he finds out. He's devil. I guess it's the last round. That's trail boss. Where's the kid, Nick? Oh, yeah. He went to get some grub. Thought you had orders to stick close by him. You been drinking? Me? Oh, shucks, Dad. Oh, say, this here's Mr. Kendall. He's a, a newspaper man. Yeah, howdy. Mr. Devlin. Are you sure the kid's all right, Nick? Oh, sure, I'm sure. Why shouldn't he be? He's just going to fix himself some eggs. Well, you watch him, Nick. Because if anything happens, you'll be putting your saddle in the wagon. Oh, I know it, Dad. I surely do know it. So don't you worry. Ain't nothing going to happen to that little boy. No, sir. As to what did happen to that boy, I must take the word of Millie. In effect, the following events took place. First of all, Kid Yancey and Millie left Bill's place through the kitchen exit. The kid evidently found that the chaperone was something that he could well dispense with. On their way to the Silver Dollar, he stopped at a street corner and became enthralled with a three-card Monty thrower. A small crowd was gathered around watching this expert card sharp. Here you are, here you are. The ace, the diamonds is the winning card. Here it is. Follow it, gentlemen and lady. Follow it with your eyes as I shuffle. Here it is. And here. And now here. And now here. And now where? The game is simple. You win if you point it out the first try. You lose if you can't. Here it is. Simple. Watch it again. The ace, the diamonds is the winning card. Hey, did you see that, Mel? Ah, oh, come on, honey boy. You don't want to play that. It ain't on the level. Just a second. No, 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 it ain't. I saw the ace. I couldn't. Pick her right off. I can think of better ways to send your money. Oh, well, sure. There's plenty of them. Come on, why don't we go down to the silver dollar, kid baby? I bet you ain't never drunk champagne, have you? No, I ain't too old before I'm through and shine. Oh, let's go, honey. Ain't nothing but a shot. All right, in a minute. I gotta watch this fella. You're going to make me real I'll bet you $20, huh? I'll bet you. Ah, here's a man with guts. Yes, sir. Put her up. Put it up. All right, now, the ace of diamonds. Here it is. And here, and here, and here. Now, where is it? Right there. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. It's... It is there. Uh, sure, that's it. Sure it is. Now, I reckon you pay me $20, huh, mister? Yeah, that, that's right, boy. Twenty. Uh, maybe you'd like to try it again for, say, fifty? Sure, ain't nothing to it. Aw, oh, kid, I bet your ma don't like you gambling. You come along with me now. Yeah, fifty it is. Find the ace. The ace. Here it is, and here, and here, and here, and here. Now, where is it? There, I swear. There. Ha! When I tell you, shucks, this ain't no more than shooting the head off a chicken with a scattergun. <laughs> hey, you all play some more, mister. There's another 50 you owe me. 
They played some more. And when it was over, the card shop packed up his table and stole away, poorer by some $300. The kid explained to Millie that he had played the game in Texas when he was six years old, and that he always won. It was as simple as that. I didn't see Kid Yancey again for three days, and that was for only a few minutes before Nick Condy and the other men of the trail outfit were about to set off once again for Texas. The kid rode up on his cowpony, looking very tall in the saddle. By his side walked Millie, a very thoughtful, subdued Millie. The trail boss, Devlin, and Nick exchanged a relieved glance. Hey, kid, I, I thought we was going to believe in you and shine. Not me, Nick. I got to get back to Ma and Pa. Hey, how are you, Mr. Kendall? Real nice of you to come and see us off. Not at all, kid. We were worried about you. Why, shoot, there wasn't nothing to worry about. Was there, Mill? No, there weren't nothing. Well, kid, let's roll the cotton. Come on, boys. Goodbye, Nick. So long, Mill. Here. You buy yourself a pretty, huh? Take it easy there, Kendall. And you. A hundred dollars. He... He give me a hundred dollars. I'm amazed he had anything left. Oh, he had plenty left, Mr. Kendall. You come buy me a drink. I'll tell you all about it. Frontier Gentlemen was written, produced, and directed by Anthony Ellis and stars John Daner as J.B. Kendall. Featured in the cast were Eddie Firestone, Gene Carson, Jack Moyles, Vic Perrin, and Charles Seal. Join us again next week for another report from the Frontier Gentleman, Bud Sewell speaking. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Join in the conversation by going to otrwesterns.com slash Discord. And don't forget to send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. 
This episode is copyright under the attribution, non-commercial, share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and again, thanks for listening.